0: Hey, we're back, and we're a mess. Well, Johnny's a mess. I'm not a mess. I'm always on point. But, Johnny will get saved today. He brought over his friend Alex from Two Tokens, and Two Tokens is writing an article all about how tokenization will change society, hopefully for the better. What do you think, Johnny? Well, it should be for the better, but you can never tell with Alex, because I I think his mum put him on growth hormones as a little boy, or put him in baby bio, and he's He's so tall. He, he really shouldn't be writing about tokens. He should be writing about so, basketball or something like that. Oh, come on. He, Testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> test- bush. Or something like that. But Alex, welcome to the Digital Bite show. Welcome back for regular um, listeners who you'll have heard um, Alex's dulcet Dutch tones um, all the way. You're, you're off duty this week, aren't you? Because you have been out in the hinterland keeping the north sea out of holland with your finger in the dike i understand
1: yeah yeah, yeah so yeah,
0: yeah. we can have you back on the radio red- <laughs> show yeah back
1: on the road that's right yeah
0: thank you for, so having Alex, me. for for the newer listeners um be great just to give us a bit of an overview of what were you doing before you got involved in sort of tokenization and blockchain and stuff like that and, and then if you wouldn't mind just give us a quick update on what what two tokens are and you know what are the, what are they trying to do and then we'll sort of you know rattle into the article if that's okay
1: that's okay yeah sounds good sounds like a plan so uh, my name is alex alex bausch i've always been an entrepreneur always in uh, in, in mobile and ict and what have you I have a technical background and prior to uh, two tokens and that's how uh, johnny and i got to know one another you know i was uh, Traveling the world, doing blockchain masterclasses. We did a lot of crypto economy tours in London, Sydney, San Francisco, all over the world. And then at the end of 2018, right before crypto winter hit, uh, we were looking at ourselves and said, you know, what about adoption? You were creating all these beautiful uh, infrastructures and nobody's using them. You know, certainly not my mom and, uh, or my daughter or my mother-in-law. And uh, so that's when um, we all started thinking about uh, who's going to use all this and how do we get to adoption. And uh, so in that time frame, it was uh, the port of Rotterdam and uh, Europe uh, said, you know, this is all very interesting. Could you create a roadmap? of what companies and organizations need to do if they were to do something with uh, crypto or tokenization bitcoin blockchain the whole mumbo jumbo but and if you do that could you make that an interactive roadmap but please don't use the word crypto mumbo jumbo bitcoin and what have you because that's scary no white papers no white papers just hands on and show me the money and said, okay, you know, we'll do it. We won't use the word Bitcoin and crypto and Ethereum and any of those technical terms. We said, you know, it's all about the token economy, and tokens have been around since the old Greek, ancient Greeks, and um, and so we said, let's create a roadmap on how to use the token economy. And in those days, the first books on token economy had uh, well been published, you know, and. Uh, you and I, we all know that tokens are what makes the blockchain uh, run. but we were more interested in showing the uh, the use cases and showing you know where the business lies and, and, and we didn't want to have academic um, uh, projects. We wanted to show uh, the, the world, society, you know what tokenization projects are already in production. And that's how this project came to be.
0: Brilliant. And, and I understand, obviously, Two Tokens is very much focused on um, the commercial development. And you, you, you're running a number of projects at the moment, very much looking at how the technology and creating tokens can be used in that commercial environment. But you're also partly funded by the EU, I understand.
1: That's correct. So we were initially asked to create that roadmap. And we thought, uh, let's just do a nine-month project and create an interactive roadmap to show people what a utility token is what a security token is, what kind of legal regulatory uh, rules they need to abide by. And of course, when you uh, start that, it's like a rabbit's hole, right? You, uh, it, It's a lot more difficult than you think. And uh, but what's more, when, when we started the project, Facebook announced their uh, token ideas back then in June 2019. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to be part of this. So yeah. uh, the the gist of it is: a year later, we had over 1,200 people participating in our discussions, roundtables, use cases—all good fun. But it, uh, kind of that wasn't the idea to begin with, you know. And uh, yeah. So what okay, we said at our board of advisors, we had a long list of 25, uh, 30 projects that were doing something with tokenization and. Uh, whether it was an ICO or an asset tokenization or, you know, any of the above. And with our board of advisors, we chose three. And so every year we do three use cases, working groups, that look at the, the business case about best, you know, what value is being transferred. We do a legal review. We do the token taxonomy creation, and uh, in that case we work together with the IWA, Interwork Alliance, which is now part of GBBC, we, uh, uh, because it's important that you create standards, right? And so the use cases that we did, the working groups that we had the first year was uh, creating a bill of lading, an electronic bill of lading token that's used between the port of Rotterdam, port of Singapore. Right. So this has actually been put in production. Um, there was another uh, to, uh, project working group on raising capital.
0: Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. It's good. So go on, I'm just mindful that you know this. The show goes out literally to you well, know, 100, 100, 140 countries around the world. So can you just explain, very simplistic terms, what do you mean by bill of laden between Rotterdam and Singapore? Obviously, Rotterdam and Singapore are two of the biggest um, commercial ports in the world. Shipping. Thousands and thousands of containers, um, you know, between Asia and uh, Europe. But what what do you mean in simplistic terms of bill of lading, and, and what are some of the challenges that y- you believe that tokenization can help address on that sort of basis?
1: Well, um, bills of lading have been around f- for six, seven hundred years, right? um And they are actually uh, every jurisdiction has it in the law that a bill of lading needs to be physical and needs to be stamped and is used to transfer ownership of, uh, in this case, containers, for instance. But uh, Do you recall the pandemic? Remember? You know,
0: yeah, I remember that, uh, just about. Well, know,
1: 2020, the first wave, all of a sudden... We had a
0: pandemic? Yeah, we had a <laughs> pandemic.
1: <laughs> what do you know? So, um, no planes were flying. So, well, whilst the ships were underway, you know, and they take, you know, anywhere between 24 and 30 days from China to, uh, to Europe the the documents clearing the bills of lading you know didn't arrive because there was no planes uh, going um, I don't get it. yeah so you see what happened you know uh, so containers were offloaded and they couldn't be cleared by customs so electronic bills of lading have been around also but now to transfer an electronic bill of lading in the supply chain between all those uh, parties that are you know that that to do that you need a you know you, you need a token and so an ESC seven twenty one token was created to transfer those bills of lading between all the parties in the supply chain. so that that's how that came to be. And uh, of course some some laws need to be changed, but uh, uh, so that this is also accepted uh, in, in in transferring uh, the cargo. But this was uh, clearly one working group one use case that was very uh, hands-on, if you will.
0: Right. okay, so so you've got a situation whereby a bill of lading is like a a list, a, a sort of a uh, well, a list of what what what's in the ships, what's being imported from where, and where, um, so you know what you're dealing with. And as you say, every country insists that the people moving stuff around the world, so you know what's coming in and out of your country. And we had a crazy situation whereby normally that's sent um, by sort of bundles of paper on an aeroplane because it gets to Europe or it gets to Asia faster. And and you had all these physical containers sitting on this on ships on the harbour side and they couldn't be unloaded because the authorities said, "Well, we don't know which what's in what boat in very simplistic terms
1: yeah and so what people don't realize you know this is also a tokenization use case right because you transfer digital documents using blockchains yeah. with a token
0: yeah yeah okay and so what was your second one you did so that, that, so Bill was first
1: one yeah so we also said let's just show the world that it's very easy to create a utility token a utility token that gives access to to uh, infrastructure uh, and that you don't need special uh, legislation for that uh, so we we did show uh, that this could be done and we did that with a local bank here in the Netherlands. but by far the most difficult uh, use case was to show that we could uh, uh, raise money um, with a token, you know, put that money in a token uh, in a company, and have that uh, uh, and, and deal with that token in a fully regulated electronic exchange uh, here right. in Amsterdam. And so that was called co- that that use case. That working group was called Next Generation Capital.
0: Right. Right. Okay. And and then the th- the third one. I think it's even more topical, given what's happening with potential energy supplies um you know in, in Europe at the moment yeah, it was so here, it a sunny
1: in the second year 22 yet yeah, last year we started three, uh, we started a working group on uh, tokenizing energy see if you have a digital infrastructure uh, the, the use for a token is uh, very apparent you know if if i am to tokenize my shares johnny i, I go to a lawyer or a notary and i stamp my shares and no real need to tokenize it, you know, or digitize it, right? But if I want to transfer it, energy from my uh, solar panels to your Tesla, you know, I can't do that with paper. That's a digital infrastructure. So to um, to, to tokenize energy, you know, whether it's uh, tokenized energy assets such as uh, solar panels or such as windmills, tokenization lends itself very well to that, Right. And so that was a working group that we started in May of last year.
0: So, so there you got an example of. Um, I think everyone can hopefully grasp the idea of, of tokenizing, digitizing, putting sort of um, a digital wrapper around something that we we all know and understand, which is you know, a share, a bond, you know, maybe a commodity. But but what's interesting there is that you you're actually tokenizing and being able to effectively capture the information, the data about the amount of solar power that's been generated in one location. And then that can be tracked and traced to the end user. So when companies, um, you know, Google is a good example. I know they're saying they want to go, go green. They want to make sure all the power that they consume and they consume a lot of power with their servers. They want to be able to identify and assure their shareholders and their users that they're only using green energy. Well, in order to do that, someone's got to be able to track and trace where the energies come from. And I suppose what you're saying, that's a good example of what you've done there, of being able to track and trace on that basis.
1: Yeah, so uh, the partners in the, because Two Tokens is a non-for-profit uh, uh, public foundation that aims to advocate the use of tokenization and clarify. But so our partners that work uh, these use cases, uh, that uh, you know, bring technology and, and know-how to the working group. And one of those partners created a, uh, a so-called crypto anchor, which uh, is a physical device that's placed on a solar panel. And this physical device, the crypto anchor, um, uh, is a sensor that measures how much energy there is. And uh, and that sensor, that data, is then put on a chain, right? Is 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 placed is uh, placed on the blockchain. And by doing that, you know, it allows you to tokenize, uh, you know, how much energy is, is being produced by that particular panel. But you could also tokenize other data that comes off the panel, uh, such as carbon credits, right? To, uh, nowadays, it takes up up to 30 days to uh, create a, a carbon credit certificate. Uh, but by using a crypto anchor, you could do it almost in real time. And, that, and this is a great use case in... Um, making sure that um, uh, green energy, solar energy, is really green and it's not being greenwashed by adding some brown coal uh, plant you know, to, 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 to make it seem like it's green. Right. So these are the types of use cases that we not only uh, work on, but these are actually being put in production, just like the electronic bill of lading that I just told you about. That's now Navi Porta in the port. You know, the, the, you know, doing energy like this—that's also being done by several industry partners all around the world. In Australia, in Austria, in Rome, in Germany, this is not new, and that's it, that's why it's important to show that this technology is here. It's not going away, and we're on the road to adoption.
0: Brilliant. And 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 what's what I find particularly refreshing about all of this, though, Alex, and is that we we haven't. We haven't once mentioned the sort of the dreaded cryptocurrency and saying, oh, you're creating tokens to try and turn people into millionaires and and hopefully this thing, you know, some Dodge coin, Shiba coin, or any other dodgy coin will suddenly go up in value. What, What you're doing is actually using the technology to actually meet and solve real commercial challenges and make those businesses more efficient, more transparent, um, and and that, I think that's got to be great news because there's more applications for the technology and the tokenization rather than just trying to create the next sort of meme coin.
1: Yeah, so this is really what we call high definition economics, right? We're we're, we're in a transition to the next phase, you know, uh, and from an uh, and and tokenizing the economy brings more granularity in everything that we do, and so we have to be mindful of what sectors because in the end, every sector in society is going to be affected by this one, one way or another. And uh, so like you rightfully said, initially, you know, our thought was, so this could be a great technology if we were to apply this to help finance small and medium enterprise that have difficulty in financing their business. And so we had thought as naive as we were in 19, 2018, let's use the ICO mechanism to fund comp- you know, small companies, small and medium enterprise companies in the port. Well, yeah. you and I know that the banks and the and the regulators have different thoughts on this, right? Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that the technology is not the right uh, solution for all these other uh, uh, sectors. And so that is what we aim to do with the Two Token Foundation, to show and, and, and inform and inspire those entrepreneurs, those organizations, that this is really here to help them.
0: Okay. And and to be fair, for. For those of you listeners that aren't aware, um, you know, our, our clog-wielding friends, the Dutch, do have a bit of form. You know, when it comes to sort of breakthroughs and commercialization, um you know, you've got to bear in mind it was the Dutch that effectively set up the first joint stock company, um, which are sort of limited companies as we now know them. And indeed, the uh, Dutch actually came up with a funny old thing called a stock exchange. Um, so, you know, if, if the Dutch brains... And, you know, but to be fair, you're not just working in, in Holland. Uh, this is very much a pan-European organisation you've got. Um, but it's, you know, I would uh, keep your eye open on what they're doing, because, um, you know, if you come up with the, the wacky idea called a stock exchange, which is end up creating, you know, a, as we know, a lot of certainly the Western economies, as we now know them, then you could well be on to something equally interesting when you talk about tokenization and how it can be used in a commercial environment. So, yeah, really, really interesting. James, what what are, what are your thoughts there? Um, in sunny America. Well, I'm fan, I'm a fan of anything that says uh, two tokens. You know, we ourselves are a dual token economy. Of course. Um, they uh, your tokens when when you demonstrated this, you said they're all ERC 721.
1: No, it really depends on the working on the use case, right? In the in the working group, uh, electronic bill of lading that was an ERC 721 token. And to be sure, we are agnostic to the technology. If you create a good token taxonomy, you know, uh, it shouldn't matter what, in theory, it shouldn't matter whether it's Ethereum, ERC, 721, or EOS, or, or whatever. You know, uh, you can only create a token taxonomy if you know within the ecosystem of, of players, of stakeholders, what value it is that you want to transfer. So it's very important that you first understand the business case and what value you want to tokenize and transfer and only then can you ascertain what kind of token and what kind of chain this is going to live on
0: okay right because i was thinking about ethereum earlier and the gas prices were so volatile I, i wondered how fast forward from 2018 to today you know are you getting feedback about cost
1: yeah, so in, in the case of the the, the maritime uh, uh, ESC, that ESC seven twenty one token was obviously not on the main net. It would have been too costly to send, uh, you know, a, a bill of lading. So they used uh, their own Ethereum net uh, off the main net. Uh, but to, to to your point, James, look, t- take in mind you know, uh, a token that's used for solar panels. There's a lot of solar panels. That's a lot of data. So you, you, you don't want those gas fees. And uh, so you always have to keep that in mind with the business case. And every business case is different.
0: Right, no, exactly. Right, well, and, and before you go, Alex, what, what what's the next, you know, without sort of letting the cat out of the bag, so to speak, what are the next steps? What What are two tokens hoping to do over the next sort of, the rest of 2022.
1: So, um, I'm a vintage 64. Uh, my generation uh, has been in digitization for. Oh, are you that old? Uh, yeah, the, the better part old. of makes... 30 years, really. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm younger than you, Johnny. So, uh,
0: but uh... <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> really. Even everyone's younger than me these days. <laughs> no, but um, we we need to uh, get out of it, James. Turn that off. <laughs> that uh, that was not me. <laughs> I only push dirty <laughs> buttons <laughs> steady <laughs> sorry Alex
1: no but you know we need to um, continue the education process and do that by showing uh, real examples real life examples and, uh, and also have the dialogue and, and with, with, with the different groups whether they are legal regulatory people whether they are financial people whether they are entrepreneurs you need to bring them together because it's a cross-sector um, a, a thingy, right? This whole uh, t- tokenization—you you, you can't tokenize anything if you if you're just you. You need to work. You need to identify who are the stakeholders, who are you working with, and what does this look like? So yeah, it, it's not—it's not just
0: in silos, really, is it? It's no, not. no. You've, got, you've got to look across the whole whole sort of spectrum of who interacts with and and to try and take out those intermediaries and, and, and sort of middle people that currently are t- costing sort of business and, and society, they're, t- they're all taking the fee, which isn't making mm-hmm. it as and efficient. And what's more, as
1: good. tokens know no borders, right? As you as you know, every yeah. country have their own r- rules and regulations. And within Europe, uh, there is a proposed MICA um, regulation on, on, on the table. United States have their own uh, plans. but. Yeah. Uh, we need to align, right? The world is really, truly becoming a village, very small, and uh, we need to make sure that we align and we create standards. And that's, okay. that's what
0: we're all about. Look, Alex, thank you very much for joining us. And actually, in a couple of weeks, um, we, we've got, uh, we've got Sunnyfed to to come on, um, and I know they're writing an article about the use of um, blockchain technology and digital assets in in their renewable energy field. And so for regular listeners, they'll be able to hear a little bit more information about that, that particular example that you mentioned that you'd helped um, sort of you know, transform their business and the, making um, much more transparency around sort of renewable energy. But, uh, but James, that, that's kind of, kind of it for another week. Thank you very much for getting things organised your end. Um, Alex, before we go, um, what's the best way for people to get hold of you? um linkedin I, s- I assume is that the best bit or yeah. two tokens is it two tokens.org
1: two tokens.org you know we're organizing uh, webinars and we are creating podcasts if you're interested to listen it's all available two tokens uh, podcast uh, really on uh, the different use cases and people that have to say something about nfts and what kind of uh, applications are there two tokens.org you can find us there
0: Fantastic. Okay, Well, Alex, thanks very much, and uh, um, be good once you, once you've decided the next sort of cohort of examples and um, you know challenges you're going to try and solve. We'll get you back on and get an update. But uh, but but thanks again. So, Sir so James, um, thank you. And if anyone obviously wants to have a copy of Alex's um, article in this week's Digital bites then um, you can either um, contact James. Tylee at cyber.fm or myself, Johnny Fry at Team Blockchain, and we'll get your copy of the article indeed this week's um, digital Blights that um, it's appeared in. So, so James, that's it for another week. I don't know. Any final thoughts before you go? We're sort of middle way through through March now. So um, yeah, things are moving on at a pace. Another day, another way. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much. And we'll be back on the air next week with, with a new guest and new information, Um, from Digital Bytes. Thank you. Thank you, guys.